Let's just start strong. Uh, Let's let me just say hello to everybody. Welcome to Can We Rant. Very glad to have you. Um, It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, and what does it feel being zero and five? You don't want to know. I can't imagine it's a pleasant feeling. It's going to be zero and six soon. So you're going to be zero and six. Who's who are they playing next? (sighs) The Broncos doesn't really matter. Oh, the Broncos. Well, well, the Bills beat the Broncos. Well, you never know. Miracles could happen. Crazier know? things have happened in the world. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Um, so, guys, this episode of Can We Rant is uh, an exciting one because Dad is back on. Dad, uh, say hello to everybody. If, if you don't know my father, I'll let him introduce himself a little bit. And, uh, I don't know, you can learn a little bit more about him. There's nothing to say. I'm a short little Greek. And I'm his dad. I'm proud of it. Well, good. I'm Sense. glad that you're proud to be my dad. Yeah, it says March 9th. Are you turned off? Oh, I'm sorry. Since Is your microphone turned off? No, your microphone's on. Since March 19, 1993. Wonderful day. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, that's good. I'll take it. That's all. That's. I think it was a good day. I, I mean, I'm a little, so. a little biased because, um, well, it was my the day I was born. But. Well, you know. Uh, hey, by the way, my friend Xander just joined the Facebook Live, and I want to give a quick plug to him. He uh, has written a book of poetry, and I've not read any of it, but he's a super creative, uh, kind of weird guy, weird in a good way. Um, so if you can get a hold of Xander Deacon's book of poetry, that could be kind of cool. Let me know what you think. Um, so first thing I really want to start out with this podcast is I want to give a huge congratulations to Ethan and Shannon Culp. Uh, so snaps for Ethan and Shannon. Yay. Yeah. I don't have a clap track, so that's as much as you're going to get as far as applause. Um, they just got married this weekend. I spent the weekend in Ohio, in Springfield, Ohio. It was a really, really wonderful time. Um, and this is just a, a tremendous couple, two, two really, really good friends of mine. Uh, if you know anything about Ethan and Shannon, you know that they're basically made for each other. Also, I'm mad that Ethan and I weren't better friends before senior year of college, but such is life, and here we go. But anyways, um, so I've never been married. I'm not married. Um, but, Dad, you've been married for 27 years. It's a long time. It is. Um, so I figured we'd go into a little bit, little bit of relationship advice, a little marriage advice from a, a seasoned vet. Oh, I don't know about a seasoned vet. I'll just keep trying every day. Every day is a new day. And you got to take care of your bride. Take care of her and she will take care of you. Uh, she has to always be the apple of your eye. Um, I still get excited about every time I see my wife. We're still on the honeymoon. I don't know if it's ever going to be over, but I'm still on the honeymoon. Cool. I like that. So how what do you what do you do to to maintain that excitement? Is there anything specific? Any specific advice you've got there, or just it's a little different for everybody? Well, we have three different bedrooms. She goes on hers, I go on mine. <laughs> it's not even close to true. You guys are both in the same bed by nine thirty every night. And that's been the case since I was like fourteen years old. Well, if you have a good streak, why break it? <laughs> Apparently, going to bed early is what's going to keep your marriage ten o'clock intact. keeps you going. You know. Uh, do everything together. I, I do everything I can 
to help my wife, and she does. We do for each other. We love each other, and we look forward to being with each other, and uh, we just um, enjoy each other's company. Sometimes we can be in the same room reading a book, and it just feels good about just being in the same room with one another. Awesome. Um, but I'm her best friend. She's my best friend, and we just have a ball together. Nice. That's good. Cool. Well, there you go. Uh, Stacy Rockula is saying that you're a wise man. <laughs> and uh, Ethan and Shannon, that is um, marriage advice specifically for you guys. So that's exciting. Um, so I mentioned that I was in Ohio for the weekend. Uh, so I figured we should talk about road trips because oh, yeah. if you don't talk about road trip when you've been on a road trip, did you really go on a road trip? No, the answer is no. Um, but I think probably the worst part of any road trip is traveling on a Sunday and not realizing that you're traveling on a Sunday and planning on going to Chick-fil-A and then they're closed. Never on a Sunday. Even the Greeks believe in that. They even made a song, Never on Sunday. Wait, did they really make a song called they Never on Sunday? Do. Yes, sir. That's amazing. I need to find I, that song. I, I'll sing it to you later. Oh, okay. Well, apparently we're keeping the singing off iTunes and Facebook Live for now. The the singing, if you, for those of you who came, who are just listening on iTunes who have come late to the Facebook Live, there is some great singing going on from this Greek man to my right. Uh, ten out of ten would recommend you go into the beginning of the Facebook Live just so you can hear it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's no, I'm not complaining. So my dad does this thing where he'll be singing rambunctiously throughout the house, and he'll go. Honey, I should have been a singer. Or I'll go to to my brother and myself when we were kids. Boys, I should have been a singer. And eventually mom came up with the best response to that. Because Nichols and I were like, yeah, dad. My mom comes up with the best response. She goes, honey, you are a singer. You See? sing every morning. And <laughs> we're just like, we're trying to sleep. You would wake us up with songs. That's and none the of them go. made any sense. None of them were real songs. None of them had accurate, like had a specific tune to them. It was just a different song every morning. I'm also a composer, so I compose songs. You know, I sing. This is the day, this is the day that your dad has made. See? <laughs> is that a little sacrilegious? No, not at all. No, not at all? Okay, oh. well, just making sure. Okay, no problem. Just figured I would confirm that. So, um, Make a joyful noise. That's, that's what my Bible says. So I'm making a joyful yeah. noise, see? You know what? Shout out Dexter Terry for making a joyful noise. Amen. That's the truth. Um. So let's talk, I mean, what, what other kind of things are good on road trips or bad on road trips? I hate when my playlist runs out or when I'm out of podcasts. That's mm. difficult. So I think I'm addicted to conversation. Would you agree? I agree 100%. Yeah. Uh, so if I'm not in conversation with someone, I'm either listening to a podcast or listening to talk radio. Yeah, Nicholas is the same way, by the way. I mean, <laughs> when Nicholas and you start on a road trip, that's the end. I mean, I can stay awake all night just by listening to you guys. <laughs> we do talk a lot. We'll talk about anything, the dumbest of things. Mm -hmm. And argue about the dumbest of things, too. Oh, completely. Yeah. That's what brothers are for, though. Yes, yeah. to encourage one another. Yes, yes to encourage yes, one another yes. in adversarial conversation. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> you can't see this if you're not watching the Facebook Live, but Dad is rolling his eyes. His eyes rolled back to 1984. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's great. It's great. Karen, uh, Dad, Karen Osborne says hello. Hello, Karen Osborne. Um, she also was excited that you were going to be on the podcast again soon. She was kind of demanding it. So oh, okay. glad to glad to help her out with this. Anyways, um, 
so one thing I do try to do every time I go on a, on a road trip is listen through as much Coldplay as possible. Mm, okay. I really like Coldplay. So I think I listened through the entire Coldplay, like every single song Coldplay's ever produced on this on my drive back, which is fun. That kept you awake, didn't it? It did. That's it did. Good. I was very awake. Hey man, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Whatever it takes. There you go. I like to listen to my Greek music. That's true. He and does. It keeps me awake as I sing along with it. And that keeps us awake. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome, isn't it? It's really, it's an experience. There's it's, it's, there's nothing quite like a Frenzy's road trip. It's 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 family bonding. It's, we bond with one another. That's why we so you know we love each other so much because we sing together. Yeah, See? well, in those cases, you're doing pretty much all of the singing, oh, but we I'm enjoy sorry. it. Well, you have to listen. I teach. I I will teach you. Well, you know yeah. what? I've I learned a lot lessons. from those Greek songs. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was sitting in some restaurant somewhere, mm-hmm. and I forget where I was, and. Uh, this Greek song just started playing and it was like an instrumental of a Greek song. And uh, I was like, oh, this is my Yaya's favorite song. And like, what? I was like, this is a Greek song. I don't know what it's called, but it's it, it was my Yaya's favorite song. And they were like, what do you mean? I was like, well, it's this Greek song that my grandmother absolutely loved. By the way, here's the song from Never on Sunday. Oh, go ahead. Play that. We're gonna we're gonna listen to it here. All right, all right. So that was fun. That was good. Um, and those guys are local to Syracuse, actually. No, actually, Rochester. But Rochester, it, okay. You know, what's, a few, what's an hour and a half? Yeah, what's an hour and a half? Yeah. Central New York is Central New York. We we all are uh, a family up That's here. why Chick-fil-A doesn't open on Sunday. They want to celebrate Sunday. So Because of two Greek exactly. Rochester. If you're looking for that song, anyone... It's called Never on a Sunday by the Aegean Duo. Never on a Sunday by the Aegean Duo. It's a, it's a jam. It's actually it's a great song. If you're looking for just like some casual music to play in the background of really any event, mm-hmm. play their CDs. Oh, definitely, definitely. It's great because the best part is if you don't have a Greek-speaking crowd, then they're kind of intrigued, but at the same time, it's great music. And if nobody can sing it, then nobody's going to be too distracted by it. They're That's just going to enjoy it. Exactly. So that's good. Dad, did you go on any uh, crazy road trips when you were a kid, whether it was when you were in Greece or when you were here in uh, the States? Yes, I did. I, I took a summer off when I was six, 15 years old and on a motorcycle. And I toured, I don't know, for like three and a half, four weeks and jumped on the bike. And all I had to do was put gas in the bike. When I got tired, I pulled over. And slept under the tree. When I got hungry, I went through a town. It has some gyro or some something Greek, and it just kept on going. And it was the best thing I've ever done. Till this day, I can't believe I did that. But I did, and I had a great time. Did you have any kind of a plan as to where you were going? No, I knew that. I knew what I started, and I knew whatever I started, I had to come back because that bike was not mine. And I did that. <laughs> I had a great time. Whose motorcycle was it? 
uh, somebody that I knew that I did some work with. Interesting. Yeah. So, do you remember what kind of motorcycle it was? I don't know how to say it in English, but it was. Uh, it used to be called Florida. It's a German bike. Bike. It's a. It's a, It was a fast bike. Interesting. How mm-hmm. big was the engine? I have no idea. It was big enough for me to go fast. <laughs> That's the spirit. Yeah. I tell you, the thing that I remember, um, because in Greece you don't have to wear a helmet, and I don't like helmets, and uh, sometimes at night the bugs will hit you, and I had a bug that hit me right between my teeth. I had to pull over and get the bug out of my, between oh, my teeth. That's yuck. terrible. Yeah. That sounds awful. So I learned from then on to not to... Uh, what do you call it? not to not to smile or do anything to keep my mouth closed as I was driving? <laughs> it was, was kind of interesting. Oh man, that's one way to learn a lesson. Yeah, quiet I did. Down. I did. That's crazy. But I was singing along the way anyway, so I was fine. There, yeah, there you go. That's good. When I was driving through Ohio, actually, so in Ohio they don't have helmet laws. Mm-hmm. You don't have to wear a helmet. And I saw this woman sitting on the back of um, this big old Harley. And if you've ever seen. Two people on a Harley, you know that that back seat is raised like way up. You're good, like eight. In, you're almost a full helmet above the person in front of you, a full head above the person in front of you. Well, it was like eleven o'clock at night, and it was raining, and not just like sprinkle raining, like pouring rain. And so I ride with a full face helmet, but even then, if I'm start, if I start to ride in the rain, if I don't have something around my neck, you're, it's like getting mm-hmm. shot with little like BBs, little pellets to your neck. Yeah, I understand. This woman was was riding at speed, at 65, 70, 80 miles an hour in downpouring rain without a helmet. She just had glasses on. I can't imagine how terrible her face felt. I, I cringed. It. I've yeah. told three people about this so far. It just, it was unbelievable. Mm. I was blown away. I was like, I feel so bad for you. Her husband had at least a windshield to protect him, so mm. some of the, the rain didn't hit him, but Smart. she was just getting everything right to the face. Oh, poor thing. That was brutal. Mm. But I'd like to go on a good motorcycle road trip. I'm trying mm-hmm. to convince uh, the men on my mom's side of the family that when we are in Florida for christmas time that we should make sure that everyone has each one of us has his motorcycle endorsement on his license so that we can rent harleys and ride around the state of new york the state of florida Florida, the state of florida it'd be fun i think that would be a fun time Mm -hmm. so dad you should start the trend and get your motorcycle endorsement you don't need an endorsement you need a motorcycle license to ride down there don't you? It's better no. to give forgiveness than permission. Wait, I'm but how sorry, are you going to rent a motorcycle without a license, sir? That's a good question. <laughs> I got to find somebody I know. Gotta, I got to go for a test drive. Well, let's go down to Miami and we'll get on Tony's bike. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Yeah. Let's do it. Except the battery's dead and the tires are dry rotted. Eh, well, you know. Well, it's, it's Miami. You can get away with things, maybe. Hmm. I don't know. As long as you know a guy. I'll find a guy. You'll find a guy. My dad is the king of always knowing someone. Somehow, somewhere, everywhere, always knowing someone. There's I've never in my life been with my dad and he and been especially in the state of New York. But everywhere we go pretty much, he'll suddenly he'll just be like, Oh, I know someone and so and so and oh I know there's this person in this area and I know this person in this area. And uh, it's crazy. Hmm. If if you ever need anything done, Peter Francis is your man. We're playing more Greek music. This is hilarious. It's never going to end. No, it's not. 
That's you know, there's two kinds of people in the world. Okay, remember that. Never forget there, this, everybody. Greeks and those who wish they were Greek. I'm going to title this episode of the podcast. There are two two types of people in this world. Yes, that's it. That's it. That's you know, it. If it wasn't for the Greeks, what would you be today? You won't have the New Testament. You won't have any. You won't have any math. You won't have any culture. I mean, we brought this this world. That I mean, I mean hey, I'm on your side. I I think uh, you're welcome. You're welcome, everyone. You're welcome for our contributions. No. Just nice sounding music, soothing music. We can dance. No, we can't dance because nobody can hear us dancing. Oh, but we can see us dancing. Right. They could see us dancing, but uh, hi, no, no, one in, no one on iTunes can hear uh, us dancing. Hi, no well, they problem. might be able to hear us, but it'd be foolish. Hi, no problem. So we're going to, yeah. We're that was a good song. I just wanted to. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's a good time. Anyways, so um, what about, there's another thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, first of all, I want to give a huge shout out to Third Wave Water. Um, those of you who've been listening to the podcast for a while know that they were a sponsor. They were the first sponsor of Can We Rant. Uh, they just went on. They just went on Shark Tank this weekend, this Sunday, and presented their product on Shark Tank, and they got funded. Awesome. Uh, Barbara Corcoran funded them for hundred thousand dollars for twenty five percent stake in their company and then a dollar back on every package until they make their money back. I think it's great. It's an incredible product and um I can tell you that it makes the best cup of coffee you're ever going to have. I try to push third wave water every single day. I actually just started a new job uh last week and within like three days of starting my job I gave my new boss a packet of third wave water and said, Hey, make your coffee with this from now on because it's going to change your life. So that, um, that was absolutely something that needed to happen. So I was excited about that, but so congratulations to Taylor minor and his team for, um, really making big strides to get, uh, to get some great new things going for third wave water. I'm excited to see, excited to see what's next. Uh, but for now, for all of you on Facebook Live, this is all you're going to get. We're going to keep talking. We're going to talk about being uh, going back to somewhere where you were an alum, whether it was an old job or whether it was college. We're probably going to listen through the Greek National Anthem because it looks like that's what my dad is looking up No, right I'm now. looking for the American National Anthem. I got the Greek. I want to bring some American oh, culture. Well, we're going to need the Greek National Anthem at some point. So oh. if you want to uh, hear more of this podcast and hear the rest of our story, uh, you're going to have to hit on, hop on iTunes or SoundCloud, search Can We Rant. Uh, if you like the podcast, let me know. Uh, leave me a review on iTunes. Um, you know, Give me a five-star review and then tell me what you think. Five-star rating, give me, give me a little review. Tell me what you think and we'll have some fun. But uh, for those of you who are on Facebook Live, that's all you get. So long, everybody. Have fun. Andio. All right. So the few, the proud, the iTunes listeners. That's exciting. Dad's phone keeps exploding. If you know anything about my father, he is always being communicated with. There's uh, rarely a time where someone is not trying to get a hold of. They're trying to get a piece of him. Would you Would you say that's accurate, Dad? That, that was Donald Trump. He wanted some advice on Twitter. 
Yeah. Yes. That's that's really what he needs is advice on Twitter because that man in Twitter, wow. I think Twitter is his best friend that he doesn't know um, how to like hang out with. Do you ever have a friend who's just entirely dysfunctional in a friendship? Yeah. And it's Donald Trump. Oh, yeah, Donald Trump with Twitter is not. No, not good. Not a not a wonderful combination. I think uh, who was it? I think it was Ben Shapiro that said it best. What the White House needs to do is, with the vast array of resources they have, um, they should have someone just build like an intranet <laughs> that is a fake Twitter. So Donald Trump thinks President Trump thinks he is posting on Twitter, and it populates with real tweets, but in truth, he is just posting into. Uh, like a sandbox account that just never goes anywhere. <laughs> I think that would be great for this country. That'd be great. I like that. I think that's what we need. Next time he tweets, I'll I'll respond to him. Yeah, let's do it. Everybody bombard um, Donald Trump's President Trump's communications director and be like, "Yo, build him a fake Twitter, please. Let's not let this happen any longer." Deal. I'll second that. There we go. All Good. those in favor, say aye. Aye. All opposed carried there we go i like it i like that a who lot. needs congress we can get things done here <laughs> it's not like congress is, can really get much done anyways oh uh, well you know so hey um also speaking of the president let's talk about something uh good that happened at the colts game peyton manning's jersey was retired and they erected this huge nine foot statue of him really yeah did you get to see any of that no i did not oh it was great there were, I mean, it was a really, really cool ceremony. Then Peyton Manning got under center. Under center, uh, Jeff Saturday snapped in the ball. He threw a touchdown pass to Reggie Wayne. I think he oh, almost wow. fumbled the snap. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm gonna need to look at it again. But I think he almost, I think he like bobbled the snap and almost dropped it. But then still, still threw the touchdown to Reggie mm. Wayne. Is it right next to the American flag so we can salute? I don't know. Uh, I have a feeling the. Uh, the, his jerseys in the rafters. The American uh, flags are everywhere in that stadium, I think. Uh, I'm just checking. I want to make sure that everybody stands up to salute. <sighs> Gosh. We're, we're staying away from that topic. <laughs> That's not something we need to do. Anyway. Anyways. So, um, Dad, what is what is going on in the mind of Peter Francis? If you could talk about anything or everything right now, what, what would we talk about in this podcast? Let's let you lead the conversation for a minute. Oh, that's not a good, that's not a good idea. Why not? Uh, I don't know. It's uh, I, I think he's you better at that. <laughs> all right, all right, fine, fair enough, fair enough. Um, so tell me this, tell me this. So I thought it was a really interesting experience going back to Cedarville University. Mm. I, 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 you know, I've gotten back there at least once a year since I've graduated, but this is a really interesting um trip back because I really don't have many connections left on campus. Mm. Um, but going back as an alum is a very different experience than going to school as a as a student, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was really interesting kind of walking around and totally being unknown. So I no longer really have any friends that are... On, I have a few friends who are left on campus, but really vastly, vastly fewer than I have in previous times I've visited campus. And uh, it's kind of fun to walk around as like that mysterious alumni. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Have you ever, so I, uh, have you ever like, I don't know, gone back to your high school or gone back to an old job and just kind of like dropped in and seen how things were going? Yeah, I have a couple of those experiences. The many years ago, um, 
the experience that's kind of drilled in my head is when my uh, business uh, teacher, break from high school, Nottingham days, asked me to come in and uh, do uh, a lecture on how to apply for the job, or how to present yourself in an interview, how to fill out an application. And it was only a few years, maybe five, six years, after I was done with Nottingham, that I went back and how things have changed. And uh, it was really interesting because some of the things that I said at that classroom, I would not be able to say today. They'd probably throw me in jail. <laughs> but I remember um, speaking at a different high school, saying the same thing. And uh, this young man came to me and... Um, said to me that, hey, I've applied to many different jobs. How come nobody hired me? And I said something I shouldn't have said, uh, but I have no filter when it comes to things like that. And he was not dressed properly, and uh, he had long hair. I have nothing against long hair, but working at a restaurant, you have to be groomed in a way that's appealing to everyone. So I said to him, so he said to me, actually, so what would I, what would I have to do? I said, well, you need to clean up and get a haircut. Um, and I said that off the cuff, and it was a week or so later. I remember as, it was, as if it was yesterday. It was on Friday afternoon. He comes up, and uh, he asked for me. I did not recognize the young man. And he says, well, I'm Dave. I shouldn't say his name on the air. Well, I will. Why not? Dave Sykes. <laughs> and said to me, you told me you'd give me a job if I clean up and get a haircut. How do I look? And I was breathless. I just didn't know what to say. I told the young man that I was busy at this time, but if he comes back tomorrow, which is Saturday, I would sit down and talk to him. This is a success story, actually, because I did hire him. He did a great job. He was with the company for six years. He made it to a manager. He was a, he really. That's awesome. He really wanted to work. He just probably had no role models or somebody to tell him what he needed to do. And uh, I have some other stories like that, but I remember going back uh, and watching him run a restaurant and just sit back and just enjoying. It was awesome. That's really cool. It's fun to go back and to kind of be um, looked at as an authority figure when, Mm -hmm. you know, you obviously you know what you're doing. But at the same time, it's it's cool to to see something that you started or see something that you mm-hmm. contributed to uh, be able to run on its own without you. Amen. Yes. Which is really exciting. Uh, I got, I mean, I got really excited. I went back to Renova, which is a coffee shop on campus at Cedarville, and uh, I went back there on Saturday night. And first of all, the shop is beautiful. It's twice the size it ever was. Um, so that was gorgeous and that was really cool. But it turned out that two, the two of the three baristas who were working behind the counter that night, when I was a senior in college and when I was constantly working Renova, they were freshmen and they were my regulars. Wow. And so I kind of recognized them. Um, but yeah, so they're working at Renova now. And so I told them, they sort of recognized me. And then as we continued in conversation, we put it together. Uh, but it was really cool because you know, they were asking, they could tell that I was familiar with, with Renova and with the counter and everything. I'm like, oh, did you work here? I was like, yeah, I was actually a manager my senior year. They're like, wait, really? 
I was like, yeah, like, so like, what's what's different? What's new? What's this like? Because they made some changes really recently, and these girls had just started at, at Renova, so they hadn't hadn't really paid a ton of attention to the way that everything was done. Pre- previously, they just kind of ordered their drink, their White Novas, and continued on. So it was kind of cool to be able to tell them a little bit about how things used to be, uh, kind of reminisce. Made me feel old, let me exactly. tell you that. I've only been out of college for not even three years yet. And I was feeling old because I was telling them how Renova used to be. Um, but I was talking to them about some of my secret menu items. Hmm. Um, and then they were asking, you know, one one girl was working on her latte art and she was really struggling with it. And she said, hey, can 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 you help me with this? Hmm. I was like, yeah, yeah, I can. I, and so I showed her from once from my side of the counter, the customer side of the counter. And I showed her, okay, so this is what you're doing. And I was able to explain this is what you're doing. And you know what? If you if you lifted your pitcher a little bit or if you moved these, just kind of explaining to her the process. Then she tried again and it got a little bit better. And she goes, can, can you just come back here and show me real quick? And I was like, yes. Yes, I absolutely can. So I got behind the Renova counter again. And that was just, I mean, that was just glorious. It was that made your day, didn't it? It made my day. There is nothing that makes me happier than getting back behind the Renova counter. Awesome. That I mean, that was where I fell in love with coffee. That's where it, it really, truly all began. Was right there at Cedarville University. Mm-hmm. So shout out to uh, Brian Burns for hiring me to be a barista when I was this, you know, twenty nineteen twenty year old kid seeing something in me and then keeping me around. Yeah, well, shout out to your dad too for introducing you to coffee when you're only one or two years That's old. That's also very <laughs> true. I think I've been making coffee since I was like six years old. Yeah, that was awesome. And that's not even an exaggeration. Mind you, I probably wasn't drinking it quite yet. But I've been preparing coffee for quite a long time. I love it. Both of my boys drink coffee. Mom is not old enough yet. She's still stuck with tea. But it's okay. We love her. Uh, <laughs> she, one of these days, she'll graduate to coffee. But for now, it's a boy's thing. For now, it's it's a frenzies men's thing. And it's uh, it's fun. I love it. It's a really good time. And it's fun. I mean, it's cool to, I really enjoy um, the fact that we all really like our coffee and there are certain coffees and certain uh, scenarios when we enjoy our coffee more than others. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's fun. You know, we can all, we can all kind of bond over it. When Nick, my, my brother, Nicholas, who you guys have all met, Nick, uh, when he was in, when he went to college, uh, at Geneva College, one of the first things he texted me about was this this coffee shop. They call it Biff Cat, Beaver Falls Coffee and Tea. And he texted me about it. He texted me pictures of the espresso machine and his latte art that someone poured for him. All excited. So that was cool. It was a really cool connection that, you know, we're all able to have as, as the men of the Francis family, which is yes, pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. That's part of male bonding. Yeah, and that's so it's so necessary. Over a cup of coffee, yes, sir. Indeed, there's nothing like it. I used to when I was when I was working at Renova, I used to uh, sit down with a cup of coffee at night at like eleven o'clock at night. And this is definitely something genetic that I get from my dad. There was one time when I was sitting down with my girlfriend at the time, and I drank four cups of coffee. And these these weren't like small mugs of coffee; these were like eighteen ounce mugs of coffee. And just chugged them. And she's like, Ryan, you're never going to be able to sleep. I said, watch me. <laughs> <laughs> so after we were done, I went back to my room and uh, laid my head down. And I was like, night. And I was gone. I was That's dead. I do the same thing. It's great. It's great. The caffeine has really no effect. significant effect on me, at least. It doesn't on you. And I don't Ow. think caffeine does anything to Nicholas because he's already hyperactive as it is. Oh, gosh, yes. There's nothing, there's nothing that stops him. Mm-mm. But 
Right. Um, so, Dad, we're just going to keep on the vein of coffee. You just got a new coffee machine. This is, You just got it today. You've just unboxed just, it. Yeah. You've had two, three cups of coffee from it so far? Yes, it's still not what I... Uh, it's a bun uh, machine. It's a great machine, does great coffee, but it does not have a big reservoir. Uh, I'm still in love with my Tassimo. Uh, unfortunately, Braun doesn't make the machine anymore, and eventually they're going to uh, fade out, and we're not going to be able to get coffee. So I'm looking for another one. This machine here, it will probably be a number eight on the scale of 10, but the fact that it does not have a good size reservoir is a negative, and it's probably going to go back tomorrow. Well, there you go. At least you tried it. You know what you really need? Yeah. You really need your own personal like uh, electrical engineer or electrician or mechanic to just work on your Tassimo machine and maintain it forever. Exactly. I would love to. Uh, this one is giving me problems, so I'm looking for another one before it's too late. There you go. That would be good. That would be real, real convenient. The problem is not the coffee machine. The problem is being able to buy the discs. That's true. Yeah. So then so. you need a mechanical engineer to manufacture you exactly. see look at this it all comes back to needing engineers exactly so what we need what you should have done is had sons who went into engineering instead of marketing but alas yeah. both of us like to talk too much and spend <laughs> as little time as possible in homework you know one of my friends said it best stop talking my ears are bleeding <laughs> no, one of your friends happens to be Dan Corlett's father. <laughs> Anyone who's listened to the podcast has heard Dan Corlett. Uh, and that was a catchphrase of Steve's. Yes, it was. Yeah, we need to get Steve Corlett on the podcast sometimes. He'd be soon. awesome. Uh, that's, we're going to make that happen. Some, yes, some Wednesday night coming up, we're going to get Steve O on here. It's going to be great. Yes, sir. But, all right. Um, so let's wrap things up. Dad, I didn't really warn you about this ahead of time, but uh -oh. we do a segment called Final Thoughts. Uh, what do you have any final thoughts any advice any words of wisdom any jokes anything you want to leave the can we rant audience with today any jokes um, no I, I need to behave myself I have enjoyed being <laughs> with uh, with you um, and um, you know There's a banquet coming up with Teen Challenge on Thursday, uh, October 26th, and um, we have Daryl Strawberry coming, and we're looking for some great testimonies, a great night to celebrate life. So if anyone's interested or available, let my son know, and we get your ticket. Yeah, absolutely. If you uh, don't know anything about Teen Challenge, it's this uh, incredible organization that uh, has changed the lives of thousands of men across the country, um, men who have struggled, uh, have been dealing with addiction um, to really just about anything, drugs, alcohol, all the above. Um, it's an alternative to going, it's an alternative to incarceration. Um, and it's an incredible program where these men come in, they um, get clean, they, they don't have any access to any of their habits from their, their, their formal their former life um and they're changed and it's awesome it's really great so check out the teen challenge banquet uh that is october 26th daryl strawberry is going to be in town if you're a baseball fan uh from what i've been told he's awesome i'm not a baseball fan so i can't tell you directly um my final thought is this guys um go on a road trip 
find somewhere to go. I'm headed to New York City this weekend. I've never been to the city before. If you have any advice for what I should do in New York City, that'll be cool. Um, otherwise, that's all I've got. So uh, thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. You're welcome. It's been a pleasure being here. And go to Ellis Island. That's my advice. Go to Ellis Island. All New right. City. All right. For all of us here at Can We Rant, thanks for joining. Good luck, everybody. Make good choices and don't do anything I wouldn't do twice. Kalinichta. <laughs>